Welcome to the Ted Lasso Rewatch Podcast, Lens of Leadership. Feels different, Coach. I mean, the same, but different. I am Marnie Stockman. I am Nick Coniglio. We've worked together for over a decade. The first company we worked for got acquired and acquired and acquired. We learned firsthand about the good, the bad, and the ugly. We decided to take the good and start a company of our own in an unfamiliar industry. We grew it with positivity, problem solving, and team building with a bit of goofy mixed in. Sound familiar? While all three seasons of Ted Lasso aired, we started, scaled, and sold that multi-million dollar company. We then outlined our leadership framework, principles, and stories, Ted Lasso style, in our book, Lead It Like Lasso. That said, let's dig in and see what leadership lessons we learn in today's episode. At the end of the show, we'll score some of the main characters on John Wooden's Pyramid of Success. But let's start with a quick recap. I do love a locker room. Smells like potential. AFC Richmond, an English Premier League football club, is run by Rebecca Welton, and she's on a mission to destroy it. Rebecca fired the existing gaffer and hired Ted Lasso. Ted knows nothing about European football as his success came as an American football coach. Rebecca is counting on this to sabotage AFC Richmond and fulfill her revenge against her ex-husband Rupert. What Ted lacks in knowledge about soccer in the UK, much to the dismay of the press, the fans, and the team, he seems to make up for in his Kansas charm and positivity. Coach Beard is Ted's right-hand man and guide to soccer and England. Higgins, the director of communications for AFC Richmond, used to work with Rebecca's ex, Rupert. Rebecca plans on using him to enact her revenge. Nate is the impressionable, unconfident kit man of the club who is shocked that Ted learns his name. He gives Ted and Beard some intel on the players. There is aging and always agitated veteran Roy Kent. Jamie Tart, the star player, and Keely Jones, Jamie's model girlfriend, none of whom have high hopes for the team. And that's an introduction to Ted Lasso. You've met a really cool show. Wow. Lots of stuff packed into that first episode. Oh, so fun. I saw someone online say that they wish they could erase their memory of Ted Lasso so they could rewatch it again from the first time. I totally feel that. First episode really was the introduction of Ted Lasso to us. It introduced us to the plot, to the setting, and the characters. And we thought it'd be a great time to talk about first impressions uh, since they're so related to introductions. So when I say first impressions, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Well, as a former teacher, I always think first day of school, right? You're definitely making yeah. lots of first impressions as the teacher, as the students, et cetera. And as Beard, as um, when Beard mentioned first day of school, uh, Ted says there's no such thing as last day of school jitters, right? So uh, yeah. yeah, first day of school. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think when I think first impressions, I think of how critical they can be, you know, thinking about a job interview or that first day at a new job, um, you know, especially if coming from a leader, let's say you're brought in as a leader or a coach into a new environment. The first impression can have so many implica implications and consequences. Hmm. Um, so I think when I think first impressions, I think stress. I'm like, oh, my God. Right. I got to nail this. Um, and there's a couple of phenomenons in psychology that kind of back that up. Right. There's the whole notion. I think they call it the primacy effect. Right. Where people tend to remember 
the first interaction that they have with you so much more than subsequent interactions. Yeah. Right. So if you make a really good first impression, uh, you have a little bit of leeway to maybe not continue and follow that up uh, down the down the line because they remember so strongly that first impression that they have for you. Um, and then the, the second thing I think of is, you know, I, it's called the halo effect. And I think people have heard of the halo effect, right? But, you know, if, if you demonstrate some really good qualities in that, in that first interaction that you have with somebody, chances are they're going to think that you have a lot of other good qualities, right? And counter to that is, uh, and this is where the stress comes in again, right? If you don't demonstrate necessarily such good qualities yeah. up, up front, if you demonstrate some negative qualities, they may be more apt to believe that other attributes that you have, they may view that in a negative fashion. So that's why you should always ace your is, first test. <laughs> what's that? Yeah. First that's why you should ace your first test. Yeah. 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 They're high stakes. They're high stakes. Um, so, um, so we met a whole bunch of characters in the show, right? And... I think I think probably be a good idea if we if we made some first impressions on on some of those characters. So, you okay starting with Rebecca? What you think, oh, yes. Rebecca? Okay, Rebecca, confident, <clears throat> uh, decisive, powerful. Those would be my yeah. first impressions. Throwing a little bit of manipulative controlling. <laughs> I'm going to yep. say a little bit of cold as well. Yeah, I thought she was, yeah, she's very cold. Let me have it. Of course, you're fired. Yeah, right. And I'll be buying out the remainder of your contract. So wish you the best of luck. Yeah. But to be fair, she didn't know she was making a first impression on us, right? When we viewed her firing George, you know, et cetera. Uh, Ted, I think, got a different impression of her. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm Ted Lasso, your new coach. You must be Miss Welton. Oh, please call me Rebecca. Miss Welton's my father. If that's a joke, I love it. If not, I cannot wait to unpack that with you. Uh, this here is Coach Beard. It is so good to finally meet you both face to face. Right when she when he walked into her office, she's ah, I'm Rebecca. You know, call me Rebecca. Um, okay. When again, Ted has his uh, sights set on positivity for sure. So I don't think he knew at all that Rebecca set him up to be in that press conference, and then she saved him in that press conference. Now, Coach Lasso may not have the CV that you all find acceptable, but he does have one thing this club doesn't, a trophy from this millennium. So, like it or not, Richmond are changing the way we do things. And from now on, that way is the Lasso way. So he only has positive thoughts about Rebecca, um, even though we've seen, like you said, that manipulative, controlling side of her. Yeah, she literally saved him. Right. That's okay. So when we're talking about this brainstorming, this podcast, and we're talking about Rebecca, this is what frustrates the heck out of me. Right. Because, you know, as a leader, she has a vision, right? It's a very emotionally controlled vision, right? It's, I want to burn this club down to the ground because I do not like what Rupert has done to me. And I I can't blame her. (laughs) Absolutely. She has a plan. Right. But she's not letting everybody in on the plan. Right. So, you know, she, she, she's, she obviously let Higgins in and we'll talk about Higgins just a little bit later, but from Ted's perspective, he's like, I'm going in. She hired me. 
right? She's supportive of me. She's, she's told the world that we're now going to do things the lasso way, right? So while I know what she's doing and we know as, as viewers what she's actually doing, it's just so frustrating to me because she's, she's, she's a different person to different stakeholders. And we know from personal experience that that never ends up well. Never. Well, and I'm sure there are people listening here that feel like, yeah, work feels a lot like that. They say one thing and do something else, right? I mean, that is the issue, whether it's a first impression or not, if you're not acting the way you're believing, right? It, it doesn't feel good. hundred percent. hundred percent. Okay. Let's, let's jump off of Rebecca for a second and let's talk about the namesake of the show, Ted Lasso. Yeah. Right. So I think, I think unlike, you know, the other characters um, where they all kind of know each other, most of the characters in the show are meeting Ted for the first time. So they're yeah. actually forming uh, first opinion impression. Yeah. based off of the first impression. And you know what? It's not good. If you look at it from the standpoint of the team, the fans, the press, um, they all kind of have that same first impression. Well, I have never coached the sport that you folks call football. At any level. Jesus. Um, <laughs> and heck, you you got a question in there, Trent? Yeah. Is this a fucking joke? <laughs> and which is, all right, he lacks confidence. You know, the aw shucks, you know, corny jokes that he makes. He's not really serious about what he does. Um, so what do you think when, when we talk about Ted? What what did you think as a viewer? So the when we first see him, right, he's hopping over the seat and, uh, <laughs> and ask Beard, are we crazy? I think Ted recognizes that uh, he doesn't have the, the, you know, the resume, as Rebecca says, uh, to really do this well. So, but we see him as positive. Yeah. And Beard's like, yeah, we're crazy, but Ted's still goofing around, right? If I, if we see each other in our dreams, let's goof around and act like we don't know each other. So he's a very positive, optimistic person who clearly has a plan. And you know, he has a plan because when Roy comes in, and says, I never thought I'd end my career, you know, working for Ronald stinking McDonald. Ted says, he thinks he's mad now. Wait till we win him over. He'll be furious. So Ted clearly just, has a plan. But I just wish he had that plan around the first impression that he yeah. was going to make. Because right? the first impression everybody saw was from the press conference where he said he didn't know a thing. Yeah. And it was... He was thrown into that. We'll give him that, right? It wasn't something he was prepared to do, but he had to, he had to know coming overseas, cross the pond. Someone right, was going to ask him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he knew nothing about soccer, right? So I wish he would have, um, from, from an outsider looking in, right? And the leadership, a leadership angle here. I wish the first thing he would have done was met with his team. And, and acknowledge the elephant in the room, right? That that he he does not know a lot about soccer, but that's not what his rep, that's not where he's found success before it. His and success, that's what he didn't say in the pod, in the press conference. Exactly right. Yeah. His success, yeah. and we saw this with the Sports Center clip at the beginning, right? His success was building a team and and having ability. To, 
for the team to work together to achieve their goals. And he just never, he never really addressed that at all. Um, but we know that he's thinking that because like you said, when he's, when he was talking about yes, uh, Roy to he, he So he made a bad first impression. What do you think? Is it a, is it possible to get a second chance at a first impression? Yeah, I think we all know it is, uh, but it's very hard. Um, and I think there's even science to back it up. I believe Harvard did a, a study that says it takes eight positive encounters to overcome an initial yeah. negative first impression. Yeah. Um, so I guess by Harvard's rules, uh, hopefully at minimum by episode eight, Ted will be at a point where he has overcome this press conference. Well, I enjoyed episode one. So like I'm game for the next eight and see what happens for sure. I think uh, Adam Grant, who wrote the book, Think Again, would agree that it's something as humans, we should all do a better job of really questioning the assumptions that we've made, because that's really what is happening with the first impression is you're you're making a lot of assumptions based on what you've seen. Right. Yep. Yeah. And but you asked the question. Can you overcome it? And I think there are certain strategies that for those of us who have made bad impressions, first impressions in the past, we've learned. Um, and to me, they, the strategies revolve around four things, right? The first is if you have the opportunity, apologize. Um, you know, apologies go a long way in so many different areas of life. Um, really, really pull on that if, if you have the opportunity to do that. But then, once you apologize, hopefully you have a chance to uh, to reengage with whoever you made the bad first impression with. Um, explain what happened. Explanations always help people. People want to give people second chances all the time. Um, but I think the most important thing would be to uh, find a way to show your authentic self. Be the real you. Um, yeah. I think that 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 goes a long way with everything and that, that will set your, your ship on the right course uh, for the, for the balance of whatever relationship you're trying. I can't to wait to see the real Rebecca. Will she please yeah. stand up? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think we've met the real Nate, the real coach beard, the real Higgins. Um, we've also met a bunch of other characters as well that we'll talk about in just a minute. Um, but let me ask you, uh, Coach Beard, he's an interesting character. What you, what you think of him? Coach Beard says a lot in very few words. I think Beard is our guide. I think he's our guide to the UK. He's our guide to soccer. And he is also our guide that validates all that is Coach Lasso. I think you see it in their connection. Um, I love this scene. Could you take Coach Beard and get him their IDs, housing information, you know, anything they need? Wi-Fi password, wet wipes. Humidifier. Way ahead of you, Coach. Thank you. I mean, he knew Ted wanted wet wipes, Wi-Fi password, and humidifier. That's fantastic. That's that's just, that is saying that that they've created a bond, right? And because of that, you're going to watch Beard to see to learn about Ted again, England and, and soccer. So I think he's a great guy. Yeah. When you talk humidifier, you know, you know, they know each other pretty well. I'm all about a good humidifier. (laughs) But you know, so 
you're talking about that. I'm, I'm like, did we watch the same show? I mean, Beard was in it for like 45 seconds, but I think you've proven one of my points and tenets at the very beginning in terms of, of halo effect, right? I think Beard made a good impression on you and in a couple different areas and you extrapolated that out to all the things that, that I, Beard's going to be good at. You got me. Right? <laughs> yeah. I think point proven right there. Uh, I say, screw you, Harvard, right? I, I have my own theory. So. Um, okay. What about, uh, what about Higgins? Higgins mm. is so wishy-washy. Um, and I think, I think the gagging. Is because he's not living true to his own core values and he's discontent and he kind of makes himself sick to his stomach. Rebecca calls him out. He basically says, right, I'll, I will give you this raise to support your family. So Higgins accepts it, right, to help me burn the club to the ground and guilts him into it by saying, I'm sure you had to do some unsavory things when you snuck um, Rupert's women out. So Higgins is just trying to do what's right for his family and in doing so destroyed another family. And I think that's where the gagging comes from. Yeah, I, I think you're definitely right on that. Um, we also meet Nathan, Nate, right, the kit man who... Uh, who is lacking self-confidence. That's, that's my first opinion of Nate. Yeah. Um, but talk to me a little bit about Nate and what you saw there. I also think there's a conflict within Nate. The very first time we see him, get off the pitch, get off the pitch, screaming, yelling, right? And then takes Beard and Ted into Rebecca's office and runs out. Doesn't even have the self-confidence, like you said, to introduce him to Rebecca. Stop touching the grass! Get off! Get off the pitch! Oh, Stop touching oh, the glass! Oh, yep, yep, Please! Yep. Here we go. Hello. So is Nate the one with the confidence to streak across the pitch and give what for to the new coach? Or is it the one running away from the power that is Rebecca? I think that that is more about his nonverbal communication, which I think is also important in first impressions, right? It wasn't yeah. so much what he said, but it was the running, <laughs> right, toward the event uh, versus yeah. running away from the event. Uh, and I, it made me think about nonverbal communication and how in today's world um, of digital everything, the first impression you may make on the world might not even be from word you said, or even an action that you've taken live, like running toward or from something. It might be a LinkedIn post, a TikTok yeah. video. Which we, which we seem to live every day, given the age of our children, right? Where yeah. they're, they're now at the point in their lives where they're, where they're trying to get that job that they want or that internship that they want. And I know personally speaking, you know, I have a son who, who uh, is going to graduate college within a year and he's really trying to set himself up for what that first job opportunity might be. And he's diving into the world of LinkedIn. Um, and I know we've had to have conversations and we've, we've had some, some deep conversations about 
the way in which he responds to different connections on LinkedIn. And he's kind of got to get over the mindset of what he's been used to, whether it was Snapchat or just one-on-one chatting with a buddy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. One-on-one, you know, maybe, maybe trying to be too funny, which comes across as immature, but it goes back again to what you were just saying, which is that whatever you're posting online, it's a pretty good chance, especially if, if you're young and you're out looking for a job, that you are actually making a first impression yeah. on a prospective employer that might be looking to hire you. Yeah, um, absolutely. And it's a completely different mindset, something that we didn't have to worry about 20 years ago um, and something a lot of people are talking more and more about. But you can't talk about first impressions without bringing up the fact that your your interaction on social media these days is likely giving a first impression to a And we don't all have like Ted's uh, dance as our first digital <laughs> impression. Thank yeah. goodness. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, I subscribe to the thank God that I don't have dancing as my first impression. On yeah, me too. <laughs> or at least I hope I don't. So, yeah. um, so there are a couple other characters in the show that we didn't really, we didn't learn much about. Uh, and I'm sure we will as the episodes go on, but there's, there's Roy and Keely, um, Jamie. there's Jamie Tart, of course. Yeah. Um, so we're not going to really spend much time or any time at all talking about them in this episode, but, but rest assured in future, future episodes, we, we're going to dig right into those characters because they are some of our favorites for sure. And maybe um, we will uh, we'll sit around and enjoy some biscuits with the boss while we chat on those. <laughs> yeah, I, well, that's a little that's a good lead into next week, but we're not there yet. Let's talk about one last thing. Um, so we talked about our first impressions of the characters, you know, the characters' first impressions of Ted, um, but we really didn't talk about our first impressions of the mm. episode itself. Yeah. Um, so what did you think? What was your takeaway from the episode? Well, I think judging from the fact that we sort of have split first impressions of a lot of the characters in the episode, right? Which Rebecca is it? Um, which Nate is it, et cetera, that the show actually does the same thing. I went back and checked the very first scene of the show is on a soccer pitch. Uh, and I actually know people that have said, oh, they didn't want to watch Ted Lasso because they thought it was just a soccer show. And I think one thing that we have learned for sure is it's not just a soccer show. So I think one of the things that the show itself presents is first impressions are not at all what they seem. And you maybe should give a second chance at a first impression. Uh, same true with the positivity that is Ted Lasso. And yet the show ends with him having a rough conversation with his wife um, because they're having troubles. So I think the really, the broader show is about first impressions and him, how maybe they are not as they seem. Love that. Love that. I mean, you really did your homework on first impressions, Marnie. Well done. I did. I'm a homework yeah. doing kind of girl. <laughs> yeah. So is it is it really shallow of me just to say that I really enjoyed the first episode? Uh, no, no. I, that's my first impression. I can't wait to watch the next one. Yeah, I'm in on that too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I've enjoyed the conversation about first impressions. It it really is, you know, we we wrote a book uh, that presents a leadership framework and and 
And such a big part of leading yourself or leading others is related to the relationships that you build. And um, in turn, building relationships, you know, is is very much influenced by the first impressions that you make. So I'm hopeful that we we have covered the topic well enough where people have questions and they could argue with us, agree with us, but we'd love to hear your comments and feedback if you were if you're so apt to doing so. So we'd love to hear them if you want to just drop us a line. Um, but beyond that, we're ready for episode two. Hopefully our first impression was enough. Well, you'll watch us again. Yeah. Um, uh, and episode two, as Marnie mentioned earlier, it's biscuits with the boss. So apron's ready. We're getting, we're going to be ready to go. I've got mine. Let's do it. All right. Okay. I'll try to find one too. All right. Thanks everybody. Appreciate your time. Before we go, here's another sign, pun intended, that maybe these two do know what they're doing. As Beard hangs up John Wooden's pyramid of success, we promised we would rate a few of the characters on some of the traits. We're going to look at confidence, ambition, and industriousness for Rebecca, Ted, and Nate. If you want to see the full pyramid scored, you can head to the resources page at leaditlikelasso.com. For confidence, wouldn't define that as respect without fear. May come from being prepared and keeping things in proper perspective. So for that, Rebecca gets a 10, Ted gets a 6.7, and Nate gets a 3.3. Ambition for noble goals. Well, now Rebecca gets a 3.3. Ted, full 10. Nate, 6.7. Industriousness. There's no substitute for work. Worthwhile results come from hard work and careful planning. We feel like all three of the characters score a 10 on that as they really are performing their jobs at the highest level. Well, actually, these scores were from when we first watched the show, and again, that was just our first impression, but when we went back and really thought about these first impressions and analyzed what we were saying about Ted and his lack of a plan in really how to make a first impression, we felt like maybe his industrious score needs to be dinged a bit for not having a plan. So we're going to drop him down to a 6.7. As you go to the website, if you check out the full spreadsheet, we're going to update it each week. You can see our initial first impressions We'd right now, but we're going to also or show any changes that we make we along the way up. to see how the willingness to rethink a first impression can actually make a difference. See you there.